you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sweet Victor and Jay Mack are on tap to help us navigate the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Still thinking about um, the way our... Uh, media seems to be responding or seem to be responding to um, the Nashville um, shooting at the Christian school, the Christians as the victims, uh, the Christian children as the victims of the shooter and the stories that just like, you know, if you can think back on the other stories uh, where we've had mass shootings, where there are all sorts of discovery articles, you know, who who is the shooter? And there is the move to try to establish a motive and clearly identify that motive. And, you know, historically, if there's been something like a manifesto, uh, well, you, you may have had that posted on a social media post or something like that. And so mm-hmm. the public had access to it, maybe even before law enforcement. I, I don't know. Um, but in this case, you actually you do have a manifesto. Law enforcement uh, has it, but they're kind of keeping it under wraps, kind of slowly leaking um, parts of this manifesto. I guess the information from it, and not all of it. And you just have to wonder why, like what's what's going on. But I'll tell you, I I my concern and my thoughts are the same as they were on Tuesday, um, but kind of a little bit more expanded here. I I believe that the left-leaning media that we are constantly at war with, it seems like, uh, has labeled in their their silence, Mm. right, and identifying why the victims were the victims. Mm. So, like, when when you, you actually are, I would say, you're making a value judgment about the lives of the individuals who the lives that were taken, you're making a value judgment about their lives when you fail to connect the reason for the taking of their lives. Right. So you're saying that that's not really like, that's not important to the conversation. Right. And so when you do that, and then at the same time, talk about the tremendous stress and turmoil that um, trans identified individuals are experiencing in this country. When you do that, what you are then, I believe, guilty of doing is identifying and then creating a bunch of soft targets in this country. Mm-hmm. So what you're what you're doing is you're not connecting the horror of what happened to the fact that these are Christians. And that this is a Christian school and that this is a targeted attack. And there's some other um, stories and and we'll get into that. And and again, I want to be very careful because I I think that over the next weeks and and months that we're looking at this story, there will be more and more information that will come out. And if history repeats, as it so often does, then what you will find is you've got one story out. Then, you know, six weeks later, you've got another story that says, well, actually, that was not true. And here's more, you know, accuracy on that. And, And I'm aware of all of that. 
But the problem that I'm having with what's going on is that I'm I feel like I am reading and observing a a ideologically driven media that is intentionally Mm -hmm. ignoring facts and intentionally. Now, they've gotten really good at not, you know, well, let me say this. In the past yeah. here, our left-leaning media got really good at making connections for the American public. So right. they, they, they moved away from just reporting the facts and letting you make connections. They actually went into um, editorializing what they would report. Yeah. Right? So they, they, would, they would determine how you should feel and think about the pieces that they would present. But it's amazing that they have now kind of returned to just being a journalist like they're just they're just reporting here's all the information and they're almost kind of leaving it for you the consumer to make the connections right like they're they're not making the connections here now they will make the connections with other stories okay here are all the pieces and then they will put them into place and sometimes stitch them together to create the narrative that they want you Mm -hmm. to have Mm -hmm. but they're not doing that in this particular case and and the thing that to, to me is most troubling about this is that i believe that what they are doing and <clears throat> I want to be generous. Yeah. And and I I want to say what they are inadvertently doing, but but that's not how I that's not how I really feel. Mm-hmm. I I I I actually kind of feel like it's very intentional that they are disregarding the um and it's just a factual use of the term here, not connected to our current love of it, but they are intentionally disregarding the deceased's identities mm. like like they're christians yeah this was a christian school yeah. and you've got a trans identified shooter who goes in who has a reason for going in and we get right up to outright stating the reason mm-hmm. even on the part of the law enforcement officials in nashville you get right up to the line of stating the reason but then the mouse just kind of runs right back into the hole you know what i mean it's like just a kind of a peeking out of the head it's like yeah there's a manifesto and yes this was a targeted attack we do believe this may have something to do with the way the shooter identified but we just we're just not we're yeah. not ready to say that yet right. you know okay I, I, I'll just say this. I, I think the way that they have um, painted just the whole uh, agenda for as far as transgenderism and all that kind of stuff, I I feel like yes, it, it's intentional that they are doing with how they are framing everything. Mm-hmm. But I think they have no other choice. Like they cannot say <laughs> certain. Yeah, they things. will not. That's right. They will not because they already have painted themselves in this. You know. Um, this place they're the champions of the victims exactly and the victims being (laughs) you know the transgender um, community or whatever so they they it's almost like yes i i believe you know it being christians who are killed it's like uh well you know they they can't even say that and they intentionally are not saying right that but i think they they've put so much in this basket that they can't they they won't you know uh go against what they've been saying all all along let me give you you an example here's what they've been doing here's here's an article from abc news right now just let's just read it let's just be casual readers of the news and Mm -hmm. let's just assume that this is you know 
you know, classic uh, journalism where mm-hmm. they are right. Okay, so here here is here is the article. Who was Nashville shooter Audrey Hale? So what's interesting right off the bat? Okay, so guys, and and I just I want you to think critically and remember the time that we're living in and remember how so many of us have been conditioned to operate. So the very first thing that gives away the fact that this article has a vested interest in protecting a particular ideology is its headline. Mm -hmm. It's the title of the article, which right out of the shoot dead names, the person, Mm -hmm. the person, the shooter. Yes, is, was Audrey Hale, but the person called herself Aiden. Okay. Mm -hmm. The, the person actually had a different name. You remember you guys are, you guys come on now. You're mature individuals. And you're old enough to remember when we couldn't do that. That was called, that could get you kicked off Twitter, mm-hmm. dead naming people. Right. That could, that could call, that could get you kicked off the social media platforms because you were not, you know, respecting that person's wishes. And the, mm. the chief function and the chief way we operate in this country is to lead with people's identities mm. as they present them. Mm. And so right off the bat, ABC News is saying, hey, we're not doing that here because that would draw too much attention mm. to what we're trying to ignore. Right. Okay? And and I'm going to keep leaning in. I know people look, they get upset and they're all like, but but here and and here's what I want to do. Because if we're having a question, if we're having a conversation about mental illness and emotional instability, this is directly connected to how this person identified we actually have the statistical data that points to the overwhelming suicide ideation and the emotional distress and the depressive um, manifestations that are present in those who identify as members of the LGBTQ plus community. There's that's that's not even a question. Right. So if we want to have that conversation. You could easily as a journalist connect that to the story, but you refuse to. Because if you connect that to the story, then you've actually got to cover the fact that this is a transgender individual, a person who identified as trans. And you've got a vested interest in making sure that you, that that person remains the victim. So how do you do that? Because you can't now you've got you've got a lot of you've got a lot of people. I would say an alarming amount of people who are actually kind to trying to uh, per- perspective take mm-hmm. and trying to see from this shooter's perspective. <laughs> Which is just and when have they ever done that? Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, you know, can you can yeah. you imagine? Like, I'm not saying that this was right, but what I am saying is that when people have been victimized and when people have been trauma, wait, I'm I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> right? So you've got a lot of that happening at an alarming rate for me, even just one. But you've got multiple people who feel emboldened to say this. But the the troubling thing is that you've got mainstream media outlets while not decrying those people's positions because they go to Twitter as a source, by the way. Mm. So they won't go to Twitter as a source to decry these people's positions. They they all of a sudden become fringe. You know, those people who are Mm -hmm. perspective taking, they become fringe. Right. But they will go to Twitter for sources on other things. And those those Twitter users become like legitimate sources that they can then use to make their case. So not only are they doing that, not only are they ignoring the perspective takers, but they themselves are not attributing the reason that these people were murdered to their murders. Like they are they are not saying and this was the reason. And and why aren't they doing that? Because if they if they attribute the reason, if they if they legitimately identify why these people were murdered, 
then they've got to say that Christians, because of their religious beliefs, because of their doctrine, were attacked in this country mm. and literally lost their lives. And they are not showing up for that. No, we're not. Mm. They're, they're not going to do that. Wow. So back to this ABC News story. Okay. I mean, and I'm just saying, guys, if we, if we keep it 100, like mm-hmm. if we just talk about these things, you know, <laughs> like we've been conditioned to talk about them. If we just keep with the narrative that they assign to all of us in this country, here, here are your talking points, then there are just some conversations that should arise. Mm. Who was the shooter? Right. If this shooter was a Christian-identifying white supremacist, <laughs> yeah. QAnon, <laughs> you you think they would you you think they would be like trying to keep all of this? Man, we don't know. No we can't way. say. We don't we don't have enough information. You don't have enough information. She left a manifesto. <laughs> you don't have enough information. <laughs> you don't want to say right now. Okay, so here's ABC News, guys. I, look, what I'm saying is I'm trying to encourage mental strength here. I'm trying to encourage the type of boldness that will be required. For you to keep telling the truth like you may not like it that in this particular case, the shooter, whether the whether the mental disturbance was was based solely on trans identification, you cannot ignore that there was trans identification. Right. Like, I mean, we we can't talk about that. All right. So back to this ABC News article, because they're going to do this. is The expose. Who was the Nashville shooter? Audrey Hale. First out of the gate. We already know. OK, so since you Audrey Hale this. <laughs> And I'm right. going to verb, I'm going to make that a verb. Since you Audrey hailed this, all of, all of a sudden you get to dead name. Why? Be- because you're protecting a narrative. Okay, so he, man, it's just, it is bogus. It is mm. bogus to me. But I'm, I'm, I refuse to be, you know, whatever. Um, here we go. The shooter who attacked students and teachers at the Covenant School in Nashville. The Covenant Christian School. The <laughs> private Christian school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, on Monday, was identified by police as 28-year-old Audrey Hale, who law enforcement said once attended the school. So basically, this is just like a disgruntled, like, former school kid from 20 years ago. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. She just carried that around like a ticking time bomb, okay, who, who goes back to her school. And we don't really, we don't really know. I mean, it's a it's covenant school. You can make all the guesses that you want about what covenant means and if it's connected to Christianity <laughs> or not. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. A website that appears to be associated with Hale indicates that Hale was a Nashville-based graphic designer and illustrator who created logos and branding to, quote, help tell a company story and bring a whimsical and lighthearted feel. Wow, you you went to, like, her LinkedIn kind of information before you got to the (laughs) big, like, all right, we got to grab the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Triple E, Sweet Victory. So today we're discussing um, my opinion, my opinion that the media is identifying uh, soft targets for radical ideologues and the emotionally and mentally unwell. And they are doing this in very, you know, sleek, smooth fashion. But um, 
we should be wise and discerning enough to see what they are doing mm. when they refuse to consistently connect what happened at Covenant, this private Christian school, mm-hmm. when they when they refuse to connect what happened to the fact that these victims were Christians. And and <laughs> there was a detailed plan. Like when they when they refuse to do that, what they are actually doing is devaluing the identity of these victims. They are saying that's not really important. And, you know, let me tell you why they're why they want to disconnect this particular identity, if you will, from the victims, because if they do that, if they do that, then by their own standards, okay, their own media practice, then what they would have to do is they would have to call it a hate crime. And they can't do that because the one who perpetrated the hate is the one who they have decided Mm. is hated. Right. They're the victim. So So the the victim can never, you have to understand guys, this, this is critical theory. All right. This is cultural Marxism. This is neo-Marxism. The victim can never, ever be the victimizer. The oppressed can never, ever be the oppressor. Mm. But it's interesting. I mean, they are doing an amazing gymnastics routine here in all of their writing. I mean, it is just it's like the floor routine. <laughs> oh, wait. And the back and back. Oh, and, and, and sticking it They are They are nailing it. Right. I mean, it's an amazing sort of like routine. That they have choreographed because while still trying to protect this particular community, <laughs> right, they find themselves having to violate their own standards. So here's how ABC, getting back to their article, here's how ABC kind of gets around trying to look like they're doing mm-hmm. journalism. Like they they're, they get around it, like trying to, you know, they just enough that you go, oh, we'll see, they did say something. But here's what it, here's what it, <laughs> man, I'm sorry. Here's here's what it, and it's not funny. You know what I mean? But it's like to me comical that right. they fall all over themselves and, and look like what we suspect all along. All right. So they go to the LinkedIn and I'm just using that sort of as a generic, you know, they, they list what she does for a living or did for a living. OK. And then and then ABC News. This is how they get to the whole identity thing. This is how they get to the whole identity thing while not actually being the ones to cover it. Mm. Here's what they say. A police spokesperson told ABC News, <laughs> I heard from Sally who heard from right. Bill because Bob has said <laughs> that she said. was transgender. But now we man, not saying that. Man, I, I heard I heard from Kathy who heard from Sam man. who told Bill. Guys, this these are journalists, okay? So 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 you supposed to like have from your, New Orleans your, from New Orleans. Yeah. This is what this looks like. <laughs> A police spokesperson had told ABC News, okay, (laughs) where's it? Where's like cover the story? Right. Why don't you have enough information? Don't don't you guys have the journalists who can find this information for yourselves? Why is it that if anybody comes back to retaliate, it's the law enforcement officer who had said it? Where's the crack research team? Do you understand (laughs) (laughs) what is going on? Guys, and, and you, you don't, and I don't want to minimize the, the, no, but the that's, that's right. do you see what I'm talking yeah. about here though? Yeah. And But we're supposed to be the crazy ones because we pointed out. And any other topic, they'll be like, we have identified or we He have, identified as a Christian yeah. nationalist. Right. They, they, I mean, they it would wouldn't be say, no soup mouth about it. They'll be like, on, be like, this is what it is. Come on. You, it wouldn't, oh it would goodness. not be. And according to. You know, right. We it is believed that no, it would be he identified as a Christian nationalist. He believed that he was going to bring a one world government. He <laughs> all of that stuff. All of, they would they would they oh, would cover man. that stuff as if they had access to his journals. 
So true. Do you understand what so I'm true. saying? Yeah. So, but here we are in this in this two step that they're doing. Okay, it's the Dominique <laughs> Dawes of German journalism. All right, they 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 this is the floor routine. Okay, <laughs> a police a police spokesperson told ABC News that Hale was assigned female at birth and pointed <laughs> oh, to a social goodness. media account linked to Hale that included use of the pronouns he him. Police said that Hale. <laughs> Not us. Police said. Those people, like police, the but, one, the other people that you, you don't like. But can I say this, said. though? Can I, can I say this, though? Can I say this? Um, after they do this, they continue to use female pronouns for her. <laughs> they continue to go through using. So wait, it's Because like, police said, like, we didn't find this out on our own. So you, we're going to, you know, police said this. So, but where is the <laughs> exaltation of the self? Like, if if you guys have any intel, okay, on how a person identifies, that's enough. That's all you need. You 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 turn into uh, Aaron Neville's. I don't know much, you know, and, and it's that's all I need to know. Oh I'm sorry, goodness. but that's what guys. That's what we're dealing with, yeah. and I refuse to let these people make me think that I'm crazy. Right. I refuse. I refuse. Because I, I read your articles for all of these other events, and I read how you cover them. I read how you discuss the, the attackers, and I read how you discuss the victims. You actually let them be victims. Hmm. You, when, when, for the other stories that you cover, you, you actually let the victims be victims. You actually identify why they were targeted. And then you, you, you present to the American public that we should care that this is why they were targeted. But in this particular case, you are saying to the American people, we don't really, you know, she was also maybe going to go to a mall and there were also other targets. And it appears to be, even though she marked out where she was going to go and how she was going to, you know, carry out, it, it seems to be a little bit kind of somewhat random. And so what you are saying to people, is that it doesn't matter that these people were Christians. That does not, that's not enough to secure for you victim status mm. in this country. And at the same time, at the same time that you have this happening, you've got trans identified activists who are planning a day of vengeance at the Supreme Court on Saturday. They are planning a rally that they are calling a day of vengeance. So I was, I was reading this article and I, I just want to go back to it. This is a, this is a Christian post article An LGBT ad, advocacy group still plans to hold a trans day of vengeance this weekend, even though it's drawing criticism in light of the mass shooting Monday at a Nashville Christian school. Well, there you go. That's, that's some reporting at a Nashville Christian school mm-hmm. perpetrated by a trans identified biological female. That's actual reporting right there. <laughs> the Christian do, post. Do, do you see that? that that's, <laughs> I, I just want to say this is Ryan Foley. Okay. Reporting for the Christian post. Mm-hmm. Good, God bless you, Ryan. That's, that's actual reporting there. They're, they're giving you all of the information. They're telling you why this is a story. Yeah. Do you understand? They're, they're telling you why this is something that, oh, you should kind of pique your curiosity. Like, wait a minute. The trans identified activists are holding a day of vengeance rally. And I'm going to get into some of the tweets that were removed by Twitter, like over 5,000, over 5,000 tweets removed. And, and Twitter is saying, well, vast majority of those tweets were retweeted by conservatives warning other people. So, but, I mean, you know, but the thing is, just change that to uh, white supremacist group is holding a day of vengeance rally. 
Like when 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 in the wake <laughs> in the wake of it, it had been a a trans nightclub shot up by a man who was a Christian, <laughs> and then just just days later. The Christians are holding a day of vengeance rally. Like, right. like just that's what I'm saying. You I see, mean, yeah. Where? Not in this country. No, not in this country. It would not happen. Right. <laughs> but but here we have the trans radical activist network. They are planning a trans day of vengeance. Now, this is really interesting. And, and I want to talk. And, you know, you always want to try to consult a dictionary when people tell you that you're stupid. You know, when people tell you that you're stupid, you just you just want to consult a dictionary because you think that, you know, the definitions of words. But when you learn that you are an idiot and you don't. So what you do then is you consult a dictionary. And that is what I have done, Okay. because I thought I knew the definition of vengeance. Right. uh, Uh, Turns out I didn't. I didn't know the definition of vengeance. I didn't know either. So So here we go. Here. Here is the story. Okay, Um, the trans. Radical Activist Network released a statement on Tuesday indicating that its Trans Day of Vengeance scheduled to take place in front of the U.S. Supreme Court on Saturday will move forward as planned. The event will occur just five days after Audrey Hale, a 28-year-old female who identified as male, opened fire at the Covenant School in Nashville, killing three children and three adults before being killed by police. The event was planned before the shooting, and the group stressed that it was, quote, horrified at the acts of violence committed at the covenant school quote we are outraged by this tragedy we grieve and then they list all of the victims here the organization lists all the victims Mm -hmm. they say we also reject any connection between the horrific event and ours we reject any connection (laughs) between the horrific event and ours Mm -hmm. but but you're supposed to be a, a a sensitive group though Right. You're supposed to be the ones who are the sensing among us, who are in touch with your feelings. So there's a, there's a part in this where I feel like you should say, you know, we we reject any connections to this event, and um, maybe we cancel ours. Maybe we don't want, but but unless of course, unless of course, this is what you're calling for, mm. because as you're going to continue to hear today, they all of the 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 paraphernalia, if you will associated with this activist organization is militant. Mm. It's militant. So you've, you, you've got these automatic weapons that you're saying on your t-shirts, the trans day of vengeance, but it's not, it's not real vengeance. So this is what the group said. This is what the group said. The group said that vengeance means fighting back with vehemence. Now, Vehemence and vengeance both start with the letter V. That's the letter of the day. They both start with the letter V. Um, but we're not that stupid. Okay? We're, we're, we don't confuse vehemence, strongly positioning or strongly responding to something. We don't confuse that with vengeance because we can consult a dictionary. Right. Just like you did. <laughs> just like you did. Right? So it's interesting. They're holding this day of vengeance and it's moving forward. All right. They've got they've got weapons associated with all of their promos. Okay, this is this is what they have in their mind. They're saying they're saying in all of their promotions and all of their materials Mm. that it's not enough for them to be seen. Wow. So. 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 so, And they have weapons in their promotion. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I don't want to hear nothing about January 6th. Links. Thank you. Don't tell me nothing about that, please. Links will be. In the show notes, you got to read it for yourself. You got to see it for yourself. The Daily Mail, they don't care. The Daily Mail over in the UK, they don't care. They have all they they all the marbles right there. They have all of the information. <laughs> our our 
media will not disclose that. But the Daily Mail, they don't care. If it gets you to click on it, they they will share it with you because they want you on their website. But just let me define vengeance. Okay, so because I, I was, you know, kind of, I was public schooled. And so I, I realized that maybe my books were not sufficient. Vengeance, punishment inflicted or retribution exacted for an injury or wrong. Mm. That's did you not say punishment vehemence. Yep, uh, yep, I sure did. Like, I what sure would that did. punishment be? Well, it could be, it could be, it could be taking out those who you see mm-hmm. as doing great violence to you because ideologically, or maybe in the Christian's case, doctrinally, mm. they disagree with you. You see here, this is what we have done in this country. Now, guys, I want you to think about this. This is what we began to do. And then a lot of Christians allowed it. Okay. A lot of Christians echoed it. So you intensified it because you thought you were doing the Christian thing. Let me just tell you, and then I'll, and I'll move on. The Christian thing is to always tell the truth. Amen. Okay. Just Amen. See, so for the people who are just always sort of like, well, we, we want to have a good, solid Christian response. Tell the truth. That's the Christian response. The Christian response is to tell the truth. And guess what? Truth and love are not mutually exclusive. They are not in opposition to one another. Scripture tells us very plainly that we are to speak the truth in love. To tell the truth is to love. But here's what we did. We normalized sentiment and ideas. We normalized uh, ideologies. We normalized uh, politics as being actual violence against people. Yeah. We normalize that when when people started using words like your words are violence. Right. <laughs> we, right. Then what we did was we started to change our words. And so when we started to change our words, when when they said your dead naming me is violence or they said your misgendering me is violence. What we did was we chose to use the person's preferred pronouns and we chose to use the person's new name. Right. And, and what we were saying was we don't want to do violence <laughs> against you. We don't want to do violence against you. So we will comply. And so then what we what we did was w- once we complied, then we empowered the people who said, yes, you see, you recognize that was violence. <laughs> you re-. So now they feel empowered to say, oh, we're not going to take this violence anymore for those who are still the holdouts. For those who would still dead name us, for those who would seek to protect children who don't understand the irreversible consequences of what is being passed around like candy. For those states that would seek to protect confused youth, that's violence. So they're saying we're not going to take that anymore. So they feel emboldened to hold a rally calling it the trans day of vengeance. And while all of this is happening, please also know that the mainstream media is not identifying that the six people who were murdered in Nashville were murdered because they were Christians. They were murdered because of their doctrine. They were murdered because of their theology. And so what does this do? This emboldens the radicals. And so what I am saying is that the mainstream media is not only creating, if you will, but identifying, pointing out soft targets all across this country, 
even justifying preemptively those who would go in to, you know, defend themselves because words and ideologies, doctrine, that's violence. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. The Daily Mail making this not only about um, the the shooter being the victim of sorts, but it's really interesting because the Daily Mail um, makes the parents kind of responsible for what Audrey Hale did. And not only because they're Christian, but because they're wealthy. And I'm going to show you how they mm. did that. Right. So it's it's. <laughs> You can't make it up. You can't make it up. But here's the headline exclusive Nashville mass shooter. Audrey Hale was rejected by her Christian parents who couldn't accept she was gay and trans as cops reveal. She also planned to shoot relatives. Twisted school shooter. Audrey Hale was at odds with her devout Christian parents because they couldn't accept she was gay and transgender. Dailymail.com can exclusively reveal. Church coordinator Norma, 61, and her husband, Ronald, 64, refused to let Hale, who had recently adopted the name Aiden and used he, him pronouns, dress as a man in their home. The 28-year-old loner would instead wait until she left their $700,000 Nashville property. What does that have to do? (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, what does that have to do? (laughs) What does the value of the shooter's parents' home have to do (laughs) with this story. Except that they are both Christian and $700,000 and wealthy. So (laughs) oppressor. Like, I mean, it's not even a question. But look, let me tell you, here's here's the thing that's really, um, really concerning to me about this. What's really concerning to me about this is that when you look at these stories sort of as one-off stories, you could be tempted to, and many people probably are, just dismissing them as like, well, there's the media. But what I'm doing is I'm actually looking at these stories and I'm actually kind of like collecting them mentally, if you will. Like I'm, I'm kind of putting them together and I'm, I'm getting this, this, um, this sketch here that what is really happening in this country is that Christians are being told without question, you don't have to wonder anymore, that you know you really don't matter. Like if if you are a victim as a Christian, all right, uh, we're not going to call that a hate crime, right. even if even if the shooter says what his or her motivation actually was. Right. Like we're 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 gonna we're not we're not going to validate you in that way. Right. And, and look, you you can even just think about the things that we represent as Christians. So we study the Bible and the things that are, that are in the Bible are against yes. what the world <laughs> is saying yes. and doing. You know, they, they they could even look at politics and say, well, 81% of, uh, you know, evangelicals voted right. for, so that's another, so they, on their end, they're like, no, we, for a while. we hate those people. So, yeah. hey, you know, they why would we victims. say, yeah, they can't be victims. You know, it's crazy. So, so the thing that's really concerning here is I was reading an article. Um, I think it was a, a New York Times article because I was wondering about the number of private Christian schools 
how many private Christian schools there are in this country. And this number is grown, certainly, according to government stats. This is from 2020. And we know that post-pandemic, private Christian education in particular skyrocketed. Private Mm -hmm. education did go up, but private Christian education skyrocketed because of the Zoom reveals. Because of because of parents learning all that was going on yeah. inside their kids' schools, and they felt they felt like their kids were not safe in that environment. They removed them, some of them bringing them home to homeschool them, others of them relocating them to private Christian schools. So this number is probably higher. But as of 2020, according to government stats, there were over 32,000 32, private schools in this nation with over 5.7 million students attending these schools. Of these 32,000 private schools, 84% are religious schools. So then the New York, the New York times had an article out in 2021 looking at the Christian school boom Mm. and that it was a revolt against curricula and pandemic rules. So maybe maybe a combination of all of those. But really, I think it points back to parents saying we have the right to be parents. Right. And and we're going to continue to secure that right. right. But here's the here's the bigger picture. Here's the reason that I'm bringing all of that up. I believe that in the way the, the media is operating, mm-hmm. that the media is creating all sorts of soft targets all across this country, because what they are saying is that, you know what, these people don't really deserve to be protected. The person who really deserves to be protected is the one who went in and shot up the school. Mm. And why? Because that person is a part of our protected class. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is, this is why understanding critical theory and all of its offshoots becomes so important. And, and, and they flip it because they say this person is the victim because those Christians are the one that drove this person to do this. Exactly. So they exactly. are the, the wicked. Like who that said that years ago? <laughs> the Christians um, are... Uh, Tim Gill. Yeah. Tim, Tim Gill going to punish the wicked. Punish the wicked. So the Christians become the wicked because y'all drove her to this. You know, it's I'll <laughs> open the phone lines. Uh, 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. You can comment on what we're talking about today. 888-589-8840. I find it really interesting that when we're talking about this trans day of vengeance that is slated to take place uh, on Saturday, Um, You've got one of the most vocal trans militant activists, which is which I think creates a problem. You know, it's it's interesting. I think this creates a problem for those who at the same time want to curtail gun ownership in this country. But 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 the trans people now are (laughs) saying they need to take self-defense classes and they need to learn how how, how do you how do you reconcile those things it's interesting that the trans Hmm. people can feel justified in wanting to defend and protect themselves and maybe even use a weapon right like if Mm -hmm. because because we we are under attack in this country and 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 you can have the mainstream media validating those claims that trans people are under attack in this country. Now, what they're talking about is they're talking about legislation all across this country moving to protect children. That's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But they're, the way they describe it is that the trans people and the drag queens are under like physical, literal attack. That's the way they cover the story. It's what it would make you think is actually happening. Mm. That's not what's actually happening. But that's the way they would make you think 
right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, they have a problem, though, because now the, the trans activists are saying, hey, you know what? We, we have guns. We have guns. Maybe we're, we're not going to continue to be victims. And we're tired of just saying that, that we want to be seen. What does that mean? Like you, if you say we're tired of just saying we want to be seen. OK, what, what? But what are you saying when you say that? Right. And so how does the media then spin that? I don't, I don't know what they'll do with that. Right. Because mm. it's amazing that you've got <laughs> even the radical liberals making the connection of like, if I feel like I'm a victim, if I feel like that, I'm that it's possible for me to come under physical attack, then I have the right to defend myself. It's like they all of a sudden become like these constitutionalists. I have the right to defend myself. I I have the right to bear arms. Mm. So we we're putting together this day of vengeance. Can, can you imagine (laughs) if they were not trans identified? Can, can you imagine and so all of the Christians are supposed to feel like, you know, they're, they're keep quiet. Shh. Don't say anything. Shh. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's see here. Let's go to James in Alabama. Hi, James. Hey, how you doing, Will? Doing good. Okay, listen, you are a great communicator, okay? I want to tell you that. Well, thank you. First of all, it's sad when you got, you know, it's sad when we can't put our kids in public school. So we take them out and put them in Christian schools. And they're still not safe. Now, Obama said he was going to fundamentally change America. Yeah. They, they've done that. Him, mm-hmm. and, him and his vice president has done that. Yeah. Now, our fight is not against them. It's against the spiritual and all that, you know, like in uh, put on God's armor. Mm-hmm. And you guys are fighting. But you're going to stand. I think we need to get every preacher that's in America and go to Washington. I don't understand why it hasn't happened. Mm. You know, you got a lot of great preachers out here, and but nobody, we're not coming together to meet. We're going to take this fight straight to Washington. If mm. they can arm up and go to Washington, surely we can too. <laughs> well, James. <laughs> they kind of tried that and then they started they pinging people's phones they, and yeah, arresting they can't people tell us nothing though if they're gonna have a day of, of day of vengeance for the uh <laughs> oh you're thinking it's still like the america that you knew oh well you know you're I'm, so I'm you're being saying, reasonable i'm just saying you're how can they say anything if you know they're gonna allow you know easily as they always do <laughs> back to the phone lines 888-589-8840 will the great where are we headed let's go to mary in texas hi mary good morning and i thank you for taking my call i just wondering if you're aware that on brett bart news today i read a story where two months before this transgender woman did the shooting at the christian school a video came game came out for transgenders and it's all about taking out shooting Christians and even a priest to take out their frustration and rage with wow. weaponry. And I, 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 I don't know. That. People haven't seen it. I posted it on my Facebook page because I couldn't believe it. And wow. I thought, wow, couldn't this be a lawsuit for these poor people? You know, wow. Hollywood has produced more violence, not the gun people, but Hollywood has how do you do 
these game video games, mm. video yes. games yeah. put into the minds of people. <laughs> yeah. Mary, you're wow. so spot on. I will tell you, I was not familiar with that story. That I will look it up, though. That's very interesting, something I'd like to read um, just to understand the details of that. But I think you're really on to something. And I want to say this. I want to make sure that people understand what I'm saying. I really do believe that Audrey Hale was mentally and emotionally and even spiritually tormented. And I'm, I don't hesitate to identify that even for a second. My problem And my purpose for addressing what I'm addressing today is to call out the media that I think is making potential victims all across this country and the way that they're being derelict in their duty to accurately cover what has happened. They have presented themselves as the truth tellers and culture. Mm -hmm. They do (laughs) all of the ins and outs of identifying. They can they can smell a hate crime a mile away as long as you you meet a certain description. Right. But in this particular case, the Christians don't count. Mm. And, and I, I think we have a really big problem here. And, and if we don't call it out, if we remain silent, then my concern is as you watch the media validate this type of behavior because a person is in a certain protected class, right? And we know what the favored class is in this country. I'm concerned about what will continue to happen and even intensify down the line. Let's go back to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. We'll agree. Let's go to Joshua in Virginia. Hi, Joshua. Thank you so much for taking my call, brother and sister. Thank you so much. Um, let me just say that, yes, media is definitely uh, tearing us all up and everything, but I want to encourage everybody today, and um, I just want to say that first and foremost, we wrestle not with flesh, but we Come wrestle on. against, of course, we wrestle against, the wickedness in high places, principality, rulers of this age. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to everybody here in my voice right now that's a follower of Jesus Christ, you have given, been given power and authority mm-hmm. over spirits. You've been given power and authority to drive out demons. You've been given mm-hmm. power and authority to preach the gospel mm-hmm. and to lovingly break, make and bring disciples into the kingdom. And it's our responsibility to find out what's going on, see these people who are tormented, preach the gospel so they would receive it, and then get rid of that torment by the power and authority given mm-hmm. unto us. We can destroy this. We can get rid of it. Through him, the Holy Spirit in us. It's mm. our fight. It's our duty. The kingdom of light must come, and we are the ones who are going to bring it. So let us do it, and let us do it with boldness and with love and with faith. And I just want to say this is a big thing that's happened in this country. The spiritual awareness is coming forth, mm. and if you want to get involved in it, look into deliverance. You have that power and authority. There's movies out there. Come out in Jesus' name. It's out there, and we're getting into it, and we're seeing people get set free. So we need everybody to be on board. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Joshua, thank I you, just Joshua. look, I want to say thank you so much for your call. I appreciate what you said. Um, I'm not familiar with the movie that you're talking about. I haven't seen anything from that, so I can't I can't vouch for that. Yeah. But I will say that your initial comments came straight from Scripture. Amen. Like we, understanding what we are up against in this country is not it's not a luxury. Right. It's not something like, oh, if I have time, then I'll, I'll become more discerning or I'll read and I'll, I will investigate or whatever. No, this is a mandate, right? This, we have to understand what is going on around us. 
We have to engage effectively. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is to recognize that there is a battle in a realm that is unseen to us, but it is as real as what we see. Our brother Joshua is exactly spot on. Mm -hmm. We call you on a regular basis to be reading your Bible, reading your Bible, engaging with your scriptures, knowing the truth contained therein, and then living it, then living it. Here's the bottom line. The media that we thought would tell the truth has <laughs> been proven time and time again that they will not. Oh, no. They will not. Mm -mm. So you can't rely on them to tell the truth or to paint the accurate picture that you expect to be painted. Right. All right. We're out of time. Until tomorrow. Lord willing. God bless.